Hello, Atsigo Knights community, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast. We are your hosts, Michael Overinger and Luke Barber. Today we are sitting down with Eva Vasher, the Director of Operations. She is in charge of food services, busing, and maintenance. Hi, Ms. Vasher. How, how's your day? My day has been terrific. Thanks for asking me to come on today. We're happy to have you. So to get things started off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I grew up in Providence Township. Although I didn't attend Otsego, I attended Anthony Wayne High School. I've been married for 36 years. I have two grown sons that both graduated from Otsego, and I recently became a grandmother about seven months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. So how long have you been working at Otsego specifically? 24 years. I was a stay-at-home mom before that, so this has been my career, 24 years at Otsego. That's a long time. That is yes, a it long is. <laughs> Before you were born, yes. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do as the director of operations? Well, as you said, I take care of the maintenance, custodial, the daily operations of food service in all aspects of transportation. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot that rolls into that um, title. Most of my work is done behind the scenes, but things that do affect you every day getting on and off the bus, making sure that breakfast and lunch is ready for you, the buildings being clean, being set up for sports trips, um, transportation to and from sports trips, and then a lot of repairs in between with our, you know, HVAC system and inspections. A lot of people don't realize that we have health department inspections that inspect the buildings and the food service area and fire marshal inspections. Mm-hmm. And they all have very strict rules that we must abide by. You guys have probably seen me walking around at different times with these people. And sometimes we unfortunately have to tell people, well, you can't have this and you can't have that. Mm-hmm. So the inspections are very important to us. Um, we do a very good job here at Otsego. We never have violations. And then with the State Highway Patrol, we also have inspections of our buses twice a year. In the summer, we have what's called an annual inspection where they really go over the buses with a fine tooth comb. Mm. And then in December, they'll also do a spot inspection where they come back and do another inspection of the buses. So we have an excellent mechanic, Gene Thurman, who does well and our buses always pass with no violations also. That sounds like a lot of stuff that you have to be worried about and make sure things are in their tip top shape. Yes. And then in the summer, um, everyone thinks, oh, great, you know, summer. But summer is a very busy time here at school. We are preparing the buildings for the upcoming school year. We're shampooing all carpets, stripping all the hard floors and re-waxing them, wiping down every desk, chair. Um, The buses also get that same kind of cleaning, but that's done in the transportation department. So the school never really stops. The school year is there for students and the teaching staff, but most of the other staff were working 12 months out of the year to make sure that everything continues to go and that we're ready to open up the school day or the school year. As Michael said, that is definitely a lot of important things that you're in charge of. So how could you summarize what a typical work day looks like for you? Well, I get up at 4.30 in the morning and the first thing I do is check the weather to decide, is there a need for me to go out and drive? at five o'clock in the morning to decide, um, like last week we had fog. So to drive for fog, um, snow, anything like that. So if I have to drive, I'm on the road at five. And at that time I start talking to our superintendent who will also be out driving. We have a large district, so we split it. 
we will talk. We will talk with other surrounding districts, um, the superintendents, and then I talk to the other transportation people, and we all kind of discuss where we're at, what are you seeing in your area, because the districts are so big that we, we help one another out. Fog is always a terrible thing. Last week, we had a lot of fog in Providence Township on Wednesday morning, and I did hear from other some people in the community, well, they didn't have fog at their house. So people have to remember, we're a huge district, and fog can move and come back and forth so quickly, and it might not be foggy at your house, but we might be in a spot where we can't see. So we have to take into consideration the safety of all of our students, including our student drivers. And then if I don't do that, uh, my cell phone actually transfers my office phone at 6 o'clock in the morning to me. So I'm answering phone calls that are coming in. I'm checking my emails. Um, If employees call in off sick, then that also starts a different thing. I have to quickly try and find a substitute to fill in for that person, especially if it's a bus driver. And sometimes that person will be me. Um, So I get here anywhere between... Six and seven o'clock, depending on what my day is going to bring. Spend time in my office, the buildings, um, wait for the buses to all be back at the end of the day. So I leave anywhere between five and six o'clock, depending on what's going on on that day. You've talked about all of this stuff that you are required to do as the director of operations. How do you manage that in your positions of food services, busing, and Uh, maintenance? Well, fortunately, I work with great teams. We have great staff that I work with. So um, I depend on them a lot. They always follow through with their jobs. And so that makes my job easier. And working as a team, even in all the departments, really helps. You'll see bus drivers working in the cafeteria some days. Uh, You will see custodians driving the buses sometimes in the afternoon. So we are all one big team and working together just that's what really helps. Definitely. I just want to thank you for all of the stuff that you do because I didn't even realize how much you do take care of around the school. And that's just, I just think that's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about the fog and uh, inclement weather around the school. So how do you plan bus routes and maintain safety while in busing? Um, busing, I start that for the upcoming school year. I normally start that in March and April, actually, when the first kindergarten students start registering. Um, With my software, I'll move all of the fifth graders up to the high school, junior high buses, and I just start working on things. And then we have, you know, always new students coming in. So bus routing is actually my favorite part of my job, to be truthful. Um, I like that challenge. So we always have to look at making sure that the bus stops are safe. Is this on a road where maybe someone shouldn't be crossing the road? Is it in a curve? Is it a busy road? Is there some reason that this is not safe for somebody to cross it? It needs to be a right-hand stop. So you have to take all those things into consideration. Um, The age of the students, um, where the bus stops are safe, how many kids are at each bus stop. You don't want them to be so big that it's an unmanageable bus stop. So there there are a lot of things that go into bus routing, including time. Um, a lot of our, all of our buses drive at least 100 miles a day. We have some bus routes that are actually 156 miles a day. Oh, wow. wow. Um, <laughs> people just don't realize how big our district is. We are picking students up as early as 625 in the morning. 
So um, a lot of your classmates are getting on the bus before some people are even up. Like me. <laughs> right. Sometimes I don't even get out of bed till 6.30. I didn't know that people yes. were getting picked up before I even wake up in the yes. day. So. The bus drivers are all here at 6 o'clock in the morning getting the buses ready to roll, and they start pulling out at 6.15. So with so many responsibilities at this job, it seems like there are definitely some challenges that could come with it. Would you like to talk about a few challenges that could come with your job? Um. I think with any job, there's challenges, and they can change on a daily basis. If it's um, this room is cold or that room is hot, we could have a mechanical failure. We could just really be shorthanded with staff like everyone is. So those are some of the challenges, being shorthanded on staff, um, mechanical failures, and now we are having a hard time with just getting parts when we do have a mechanical failure. Um, right now we have a bus that's down, we're waiting on parts, and we're being told that that's like a six-week lead time. Hmm. So we have a bus that we can't use because we are waiting six weeks for a part, and when the mechanic gets the part, you know, we'll have it back on the road the next day. And we're finding the same thing in food service. Um, that's why we have a lot of menu changes daily. Things are just not coming in that we ordered. So that's a big challenge right now. So something me personally that I'm curious about, how many backup buses do you have just in case there are mechanical issues four. with some of them? Four. We have four. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What are you most proud of regarding your work through all these 24 years? Um, probably my position that I am in now. Um, I started as a substitute bus driver. And just worked my way up and um, was given opportunities. And Sego sent me to some schooling. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my career here. I'm proud of Otsego, um, the whole district. It is, it's a really good district. When I go to a lot of other meetings, I'm just really proud how everyone here works together um, to make just everything come together. It's all just one big wheel and it just goes around because everybody is working hard. Totally. We've talked about that in a lot of past podcasts, how it is such a big team that all comes together. And from doing this, it's definitely shown some perspective for us about how many people go into these different things and how many responsibilities they have. And I just think that that is very important to know. And we heard that in 2017, you were awarded Transportation Director of the Year for the state of Ohio. Can you tell us a little bit about that award and what it means? Yes, um, that was a very proud moment for me. I received that award, award from the state of Ohio, and they look at several factors. Um, a lot of it has to do with state reporting, um, how my reports were, where we were as far as um, our efficiencies in transportation. So um, we do have very good efficiencies in transportation. Um, and it, it, take, it took into account um, a lot of different things, um, rec letters of recommendations from your superintendent and different people in the area. And I pride myself in the transportation department trying to help parents when they call. I know that they need to get to work, so I try to accommodate them or things happen. So that, that is probably my proudest moment in my career is earning that award. So what is one of the main things that made you want to do your job here? Whether that be being a substitute driver all the way up until the director. 
Um, I started as a substitute driver because at that time we had three elementaries and my boys were at Grand Rapids Elementary and I was volunteering there all the time. So Bonnie Armitage at that time had said, why don't you come to work here at the school? And I said, okay. So she asked me to fill in as the playground monitor one day. And I did that. And that afternoon I said, please don't ever ask me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Find, you know, find something for me. So she said, well, they're looking for substitute bus drivers. And I kind of thought about it. And then I thought, well, all these other women are doing it. I should be able to do it. So I called and took the training and just really liked the job. So being a mom and my boys being on that schedule, it was perfect for me. If they didn't have school, I didn't have to go to work. So that's how it started. And then as it as they graduated, things just started evolving. I started helping out more in the transportation office and just started learning more about the district and what went on and started filling in for people as they retired. So it it was just kind of an evolving process. So in your 24 years of working at Atsego, what would you say is your favorite thing about the community? That it is a community and that when everyone is so willing to help one another and when there is a need, be it a need at the school, um, something in the community, everyone just really steps up and supports each organization from the churches to the school to the sporting, it's just, there's just never a time that I don't see a good response to community events. Like Friday, we'll have the veterans um, breakfast, and that's that's just awesome. Um, I hear from a lot of people that are just so impressed with our Veterans Day program and then our senior citizen mm-hmm. program. So the community always just gives back um, in one way or another. Throughout your career, do you have any like highlights or moments that you are either extremely proud of or are very memorable? Oh, a lot of memorable ones um, because I did drive bus for mm-hmm. quite a while. So a lot of great families that I got to know, um, the stories that the kids would tell you, the stories about the families. Um, so really just getting to know the kids and learning everyone and the families, those are really what you remember. There, there are just a lot of great, um, my most favorite story that my son and his wife don't think is great, but um, <laughs> Mrs. Krupp will understand this. <laughs> my daughter-in-law rode my bus when she was in kindergarten, first, second grade, all the way up. And as I started to pick her up, you boys won't understand this, but any mother listening will, <laughs> it, it was a very nice family. So as they got into junior high, I started thinking, wow. One of these girls, she had a sister, would be great for one of my boys. Um, (laughs) Later in high school, they started dating, dated all through high school, have been married for five years, and they are the ones who just had the baby that made me the grandma. So, yeah, that's one of my most memorable (laughs) stories is that um, I tease them that I handpicked my (laughs) (laughs) daughter-in-law. That's that's amazing. Well, I would love to thank you for your time being on the podcast. It really, it means a lot. I didn't know how much stuff goes on in the background. <laughs> thank, thank you for being on. You're welcome. And I hope you a successful rest of your year. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Roundtable Podcast. Special thanks go out to our digital producer, Owen Henderson, our technology director, Mr. Swartz, and our advisor, Ms. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org if you have any questions or suggestions about our show. You can follow us on our social media. Our Twitter handle 
is OHS underscore roundtable. And our Instagram is the same thing, but undercase. You can subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Tell us how we're doing and recommend this podcast to family and friends.